ಪೂರ್ಣಮದಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದಂ ಪೂರ್ಣಪೂರ್ಣಮುದಚ್ಯತೆ ಪೂರ್ಣಸೂರ್ಣಮಾರಾಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಾವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಮೇಧಾಮಿ ಇಂದ್ರೋ ದಾತು ೀ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಮೇಧಾಮಿಸ್ವಿನಾಧತ್ಸ್ರಜಾಪ್ಯಾಯು ಮಮಾಂಗಾಣಸ್ರೋತ್ರಮಧೋ ಬಲಮಿಂದ್ರಿಯಾಣಿ ಸರ್ವಾಣಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೋಪನಿಷದ ಮಾಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕುರ್ಯಾಂ ಮಾಕರೋತ್ ಅನಿರಾಕರಣಮಸ್ತು ಅನಿರಾಕರಣಮಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿ ನಿರತೇಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮೀಮಯಿ ಸೀಮಯಿ ಸಾಂತಿ ಶಾಂತಿ ಶಾಂತಿ ಹ್ಯಾಪಿ ಫ್ರೆಟರ್ನಲ್ ಗ್ರೀಟಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಟು ಬ್ರದರ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಸಿಸ್ಟರ್ಸ್ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಗಾದರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈವ್ನಿಂಗ್ to relate to the merry life teachings do initially i thought that we could have a fortnightly meet i felt a weekly meet is much better if not a daily meet the weekly meet enables the continuity of the thought and a weekly revisit helps us to move forward if we meet once in a fortnight we may be needing too much of recapitulation recapitulation if we meet weekly it is that recapitulation can be reduced if it is daily it is still better considering the conditions that we have i feel that we take to the golden middle principle of weekly meet so that we are with the theme of wisdom without losing much the related information and the practices some of you may have been going through the sublime thought of good friday this weekend but the truth is the good friday is next 
నెక్స్ట్ ఫ్రైడే ఐ హ్యావ్ గివెన్ దిస్ ఇన్ఫర్మేషన్ ఇన్ ది లిటిల్ బుక్ ఆన్ గుడ్ ఫ్రైడే ఇట్ ఈస్ హింటెడ్ ఇన్ స్పిరిచువల్ ఎస్ట్రాలజీ ఆఫ్ మాస్తరికే ఇట్ వాజ్ ఆల్సో ఇన్ వెరైటీస్ ఆఫ్ వేస్ ప్రెసెంటెడ్ బై మేడం లావేస్కీ ఇన్ సీక్రెట్ ఆప్షన్ గుడ్ ఫ్రైడే ఆర్ ది ఫెస్టివల్ ఆఫ్ పాస్ ఓవర్ ఈజ్ ఎన్ ఏజ్ ఓల్డ్ ట్రెడిషన్ ఇట్ డిడ్ నాట్ స్టార్ట్ విత్ జీసస్ ది క్రైస్ట్ ఇట్ వాజ్ దేర్ బిఫోర్ అండ్ జీసస్ క్రైస్ట్ ఇన్ ట్యూన్ విత్ ది టైమ్ ప్లాన్ హీ టుక్ బర్త్ హీ కండక్టెడ్ హిస్ వర్క్ అండ్ ఇన్ ట్యూన్ విత్ ది టైమ్ ప్లాన్ హీ డిపార్టెడ్ దట్స్ వెర్ హీ ఈస్ గ్రేట్ బట్ ది ట్రెడిషన్ ఆఫ్ గుడ్ ఫ్రైడే ఎమర్జెస్ ఫ్రామ్ a deeper understanding of astrology which we call esoteric astrology later it developed into an esoteric astrology good friday happens on friday which is very near to new moon of aries <coughs> new moon of aries it was also so with jesus the christ his crucifixion was on friday he went through the passover on saturday and successfully ascended on sunday which we call the easter sunday but this is an annual process for all beings who are on ascent for all disciples who ascend this arc is very important because the sun is in exaltation in aries and then moon recedes towards the sun around the new moon the mind the personality everything joins the soul the soul escapes from the body into higher realms and according to the plan some of them may pass over into higher circles some of them will come down to serve the humanity from taras onwards by a germinian cancer and some of the others like aspirants and the humanity at large they go through the cycles again and again and again passover is a function of passing over into higher circles consciously passover is a function that enables a disciple to consciously pass over into higher circles it has be it has to be practiced on every friday night because every weekend is meant for it from friday to sunday it's a weekly passover which we have to relate to instead of utilizing the weekends to relate to the practices of passover the impact of kali is such that the humanity at large enters into weekend programs picnics parties indulgence into senses into food into sensuous enjoyments all kinds of things and return on monday to join the work again <coughs> that's a that's a weekend program which is 
absolutely the reverse of the passover it's, it's an account of kali that most of the people utilize the weekend, weekend to get weekend bodily sensuously and man, and mentally but weekend is meant for strengthening oneself with the light of buddhi the soul and the super soul the reverse, the reverse is worked out because when we do not have the right knowledge and right practice we do not adapt to the time plan the old testament says that the whole creation is made in seven days four days you move forward after thursday night from monday and on friday you return back friday saturday and sunday are to return friday night saturday night sunday night are meant to return back to your source from monday tuesday wednesday thursday you can expand into objectivity weekly activity can also be seen as a movement into objectivity and subjectivity likewise a monthly activity can also be seen in that manner from new moon to full moon expand into objective world from full moon to new moon you withdraw gradually and by around the new moon you be with yourself relating to the, the personality relating to the soul and the soul integrating with the super soul these are the rhythms that the time cycles teaches time cycles are essentially important for disciples we have to follow the time cycle and move forward because time is the other name for the lord in creation and beyond time it is absolute god it's the time and the space preserved over by absolute god they conduct the whole creation so we move forward and backward even on a daily basis as you awaken you move with your awareness into objectivity as you slip back into sleep you withdraw your awareness into your own source it's a daily happening within a day there are quarterly happenings within the week there is a and and a, a movement towards objectivity and subjectivity and within a year also you do that and passover is essentially meant for passing over to higher circles especially for those who have fulfilled their obligations in relation to the physical plane it's a great festival passover is a great festival where man consciously passes over via his forehead and sahasrara <coughs> 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 that's the that's the theme in the case of jesus christ it so happened that it was not only nearing to the new moon and it was also a solar eclipse day which confirms that it is a new moon because solar eclipse happens only during new moon times not during full moon time full moon time we have the lunar eclipse when jesus christ passed over it was a solar eclipse therefore that is the second dimension the third dimension is which i have been giving you through the teachings of blavatsky 
the lunar phases are different from the solar days. In Secret Doctrine, Madam Blavatsky writes very clearly, and I brought it out in the teachings of Madam Blavatsky via Vaishak News Center, these, these dimensions. We should have to separately follow the tidhis or moon phases. Do not mix it up with the dates which are coming from Roman times as solar days. Before solar days, there was also prominence for lunar calendar. Even the Jewish system follows the lunar calendar, Indian system follows the lunar calendar. While solar calendar is popular, <coughs> lunar calendar holds certain secrets and we shall get into them when we get into the inner side of our being. So when Jesus passed over, it was around the Friday it started, the new moon was approaching, the solar eclipse has happened, and it all happened in the fag end of the month of Aries. Therefore, next week, Friday, is, it stands greater eligibility to conduct the Good Friday function. Today is also, we are in Passover in the sense, it's a weekend and we relate to the wisdom. <coughs> wisdom leads you to inside, not outside. Wisdom leads you inside, not outside. The more and more you are with wisdom, you are more and more into inner side of your being, not so much into the outer side of the being. In the outer objective life, we have obligations which we have to fulfill. Without fulfilling the obligations of your life, you are not allowed to enter inside. And once you enter the inside, you taste the inner side of things. Therefore, you make sure that you do not create more and more obligations in the outer life. You fulfill what is already your obligation because it comes to you from past karma. The obligations that each one of us have, some of them are common, some of them are uncommon. We have to fulfill them, we cannot escape from them, we have to meet it and clear them. So for those who clear these dimensions in the outer, they should not create more and more outer obligations. Too much of interaction into society for name, for fame, for titles, for personal aggrandizement makes you lose the, the simple practices of inner entry and inner growth. A great objective life many times is an impediment. Better it comes later after fulfillment, not before. <coughs> Initially we shall have to make it simple, keep it clean and make sure that your obligations are well met. This way your family, your society, your surroundings and then devote more and more time to inner side of things. The Jews, they conduct every Friday this festival of Sabbath, which is very age-old. The Indians, they relate to Krishna, our world mother, on Friday evening. Even the latest religion that we have, Islam, 
they also take Friday is very important. Juma, they say it. <laughs> it's a day to return and relate to the Divine more and more. And by Sunday, you can experience the soul that you are in three days' time. So this is how festivals are in a esoteric manner conceived. But mostly festivals are done putting on new, new clothes, taking nice showers here and there, putting on a lot of ornaments, making social parties, and spending time in dance and song. That's not... That's a festival of personality. There is a different festival. It is the festival of the soul. It is happier when it enters into the field of wisdom, experiences the bliss, and realizes the soul and relate to the super-soul. It has its uh, program. In fact, in fact, each one of us have taken to body to make a soul evolution and we take to a personality which we have to tame and make it as a facility for your journey towards the soul. So that should happen. Therefore I thought it that I inform you this before we get into the theme of our king whom I have introduced in the last class. I introduced a king whose name is Nala. Nala means not anymore interested, not anymore interested in the objective world, while he is also not disinclined to the objective. It's a neutral state. You are not against the objective world. The religions speak of aversion to the worldly things. Spirituality, in spirituality, aversion has no place. Because the subjectivity is divine, the objectivity is also divine, Divine exists in gradations of light and love. Therefore, we try to experience from fundamental physical plane all the seven planes of existence. So we need to move up in all the seven planes, experience the grandeur of the super-soul as also the grandeur of the soul and the bliss and the related joy and also happiness. So these are all the gradations because the soul is always on the hunt for greater joy, deeper joy and even eternal joy. The happiness that we have in the objectivity has its ups, ups and downs. The joy inside is, it can be held when you have a, smileful, a smiling face in spite of what is happening outside. And then the bliss is still further. And then the integration with the Divine is the ultimate. So everything has its gradation. So people who feel that the joy of the outer is enough would like to move towards the joy of the inner. That's where esotericism, discipleship, yoga, ascended masters and the divinity, these are all relevant not to be just spoken with the mouth anywhere and everywhere, just to practice it on a daily basis 
to turn inward and to grow to turn outward outward even the respiration alternatingly functions the go the air goes inside and comes out goes inside comes out the centripetal and the centrifugal functioning of the creation cannot be avoided so don't have we don't have the avas to objectivity but we have to carve out a life to see that we also dwell as much in subjectivity as we do in the objectivity don't blame the objectivity don't blame the world just relate to it then slowly you find a way that you have not too many obligations in the outer life you reach that point so here is a king who was very righteous and he ruled the kingdom with utmost righteousness he was leo by character you know the qualities of leo i don't have to tell you a leo is straight forward he has noble attributes he rules himself and he lives in his cave the rest of the animals in the forest by the virtue of the presence of the lion at the cave conduct themselves a lion seldom goes for hunting that the lion is in the cave is good enough for the subjects to behave better likewise the king reached through his practice of normal virtues which are suggested in every theology he established right relation with the citizens he was not only seen as a king he was also seen as the father of the nation in olden theology in the theologies of the olden times we have stories of such kings who played the role not only as a king but he was also a father figure and was also a teacher it was their, their quality later the king qualities and the priestly qualities they got divided that's why we have two heads for an eagle in most of the symbols the spiritual symbol itself is divided into two heads a ruler and a teacher a double head before the eagle had only one head and one crown and then the eagle had two heads which is a crown extended to two two heads it was a complicated crown because the teacher sees in one way the ruler sees the other way it's good that the teacher and the ruler are one he can be a king initiate so that he sees both the dimensions a king initiate is one in him the first the second and third ray are summarized he knows how to utilize the resources of his kingdom he has the wisdom he has the ability to administer so this king he accomplished the third ray of resourcefulness and his kingdom was good enough the subjects of the kingdom are fairly happy there are there are there is no hostility from the neighbors if you have hostility from the neighbors 
you are always engaged in war with them, isn't it? You have to secure your borders, you have to protect your fort, he had no such problem. He had friendly relations with others, so there is no worry about his kingdom. There is not much worry about his subjects and the seasons were favorable to him and he, the, all the animals, the birds, the humans, they were all happy in the kingdom. So he found that enough is enough, let him find his way into higher circles. Sasyavan is called Nala, meaning not anymore attached, not anymore engulfed by objectivity. When you are not attached so much to objectivity, when you are not engulfed in the objectivity through obligatory karma, you have enough freedom to be at heart. Most of the times I tell all our students, be at the heart when you have anything to do and relate to respiration to get into the heart. Respiration is the key from objectivity to subjectivity. Respiration, which is the fourth step of pranayama, leads us inside. The entire quest is more inside than outside. Sitting outside, man lands in a state where he has to think of searching inside. Inside search, inner leads you to inner sight, inner perceptions, which you may may not pitch upon in our outer quest. That's why from ancient most times, all have picked up this faculty of getting inside them, moving around outside. You can go, go inside, you can find transmutation, we can have transformation and then transcend. Thereafter you can come back to serve with a continuity of purpose. You can come back to do things consciously. What to do is known, where to do is known, when to do is known, how to do is known, and you keep doing it without entangling yourself into the objective life. That's where the freedom of man, the liberty of man is completely gained. So this Nala means, La is the seed sound for material. La. Lum is called the seed sound for matter. Lum Prithvi Bijaha, this is how Sanskrit says. When you are no more after material, acquisitions and aggrandizements, you are no more growing your personality towards material. You return, so this king, he found that the outer life, as much as he needed to grow, he has grown. Everything is in equilibrium. So he thought it to turn subject. Each one of us have decided to turn subject to, that's why we are here, with all these practices for decades. But it all depends how much we are entangled in the outer world. 
our entanglement comes from our past karma. Escaping from past karma is not a solution. We can meet the past karma with inner strength. And for that kisar will be given. This man is lucky that he has cleared his obligatory karma. He has not much karma left. There is a little karma. Otherwise the story is not relevant to us. <laughs> Unless he has all those ingredients which we have, that story is not relevant to us. So we are not speaking about devas, so we are speaking about humans who ascended into devachanic plane and eventually they get into higher circles through initiations. So all stories in scriptures, they are all the stories of man, stories of men who went through their obligatory karma, who entered into the cave of Leo and found a way after the cave of the bear, the cranium, experienced the things. Thereafter, he saw they submitted themselves to the will of God and continued to perform either on the physical plane or in the subtle plane or in the causal plane. In all these planes, goodwill work is conducted according to the will of God and according to the eligibility of the soul that made the necessary transformations in him. So therefore, we are all introduced to the seven planes of existence and to still feel that we are only with the physical is only turning ourselves to be little kids. The physical is supported by the subtle, the subtle is supported by causal, and there is, there are also worlds beyond causal. So therefore, fourfold existence is what Madame Blavatsky introduced in Secret Doctrine. Why? Because the best of the hymns of Veda, it speaks in the very first stanza that one-fourth is visible and mortal, three-fourths is invisible and divine and immortal. Divine means immortal. Three-fourths is invisible, immortal and divine. One-fourth is visible and is mortal. In spite of the wisdom that we relate to, we continue to be with the physical pain and do not vertically move towards the higher planes. The vertical movements are possible only through the spine. In ancient days they followed Hatha Yoga with the help of the ascended masters. We are given the facility of moving through the heart center into higher centers via the respiration and pranayama. Therefore, when you are fairly satisfied with your objective life, you should not strive and waste away your time, your energies, for objective pursuits, you should think of subjective pursuits. When you turn towards subjective pursuits, that is called the beginning of the second initiation. The conclusion of the subjective pursuits will leave you at the portal of immortality before which you experience lot of divine dimensions in you. According to those dimensions we keep moving, 
between second and third initiation and at the portal of the third initiation you realize immortality and thereafter gain eternity and still continue to do the, the work in all the three worlds there are very few who are not working in the three worlds lord krishna for himself says i am not obliged to work in any of these planes of existence but yet out of love for you i came down to show the way to live such of those beings are rare there are avatars there are others grand masters who take to different forms like we have a body of flesh and blood there is also a body which we call the golden body there is a diamond body there is dharmakaya there are nirmanakayas meaning at, at once they can create a body enter into and function and get out of the body and stay as soul there are so many stages which can be joyfully experienced so that you remain an occultist you know the path the path is filled with gradation of light gradation of love and gradation of knowledge your knowledge increases beyond the planet beyond the into the solar system and beyond solar system without gaining all this where is how can you say that you are a fulfilled soul so it is said that the energy is endless the divine is boundless and we are pursuing it in that pursuit every weekend is important to start every evening is important when you withdraw from the objective life every new moon is important so also good friday i am not getting back into subject nala realized that he has a greater inclination for inner journey than outer journey so he is no more la meaning attached to material people are unhappy when they don't have enough material but they should also know it is also a fortune not to have too much of material around you not to have material contacts not to have too many social contacts not to have too many powerful people around you because they decide your day the money and power those who hold them they influence they decide you they pull you into the various programs and your time is burnt away don't get into the glamour of the world beyond a point i don't say that you don't get in but i don't say don't go to beyond a point each one has to set his points i have set my point not to get into objectivity as early as in my 30th year 30th year start now and now i am in my 75th year so therefore you make strides into inner life when you set limits in the outer life let the outer go by itself by itself you know if you set your rules of the game in the in the objective world in a good way the objective world gets into a cruise mode when it is into a cruise mode things keep on happening your family life happens your professional life happens your social life happens not much effort the inner thing has to be done with effort without which you cannot go 
set the outer life in cruise mode, enter the inner life, that is a step forward. Enter the inner life. Then strive in the inner side of the being. There is a great journey from heart to the head. In that journey, much, lot of knowledge is revealed from inside, confirmed by the scriptures outside. Those who walked you before, they have made their experiences for our guidance. And when we get these experiences, already there are people who walked the path. So their affirmations is encouraging to us. So we continue to work. That's where we relate to the understanding of the those who walked before us. Our goal is walk to, towards that and eternally link to that as I am. That I am is our ground in creation. In pralaya, I am also is part of that. So in that game, so we keep on moving and moving and moving, there is no entry. So Nala has found great interest in it. So he is no more with attached to material things, but being a king. So he is called Nala. The beauty of this scripture says, it cannot be opened and read by all. Just because you are a literate, you cannot read scriptures. You, know, you need to know etymology, fundamental key. Etymology. You need to know time cycles. You need to know the sound and the related grammar. You need to know the metrical formation of the creation. Every plane is double this plane. Every plane is double this plane. What we see as an earth, as a, physic, as a physical globe, is not all. The, the earth globe as such is sixty-four times bigger than what we see. How do you know this? Because the earth itself is made in seven layers. And we say at the seventh plane there is Pushkara and so many other things. And they are all named. What we see as the globe is called Jambu. They all have their names in seven planes. Just like we have physical, then the vital, then the mental, then the buddhic, then the blissful, then the atmic, and then the paramatmic, we have seven planes. So man is not limited to this body. His dimensions are sixty-four times more than what he sees himself. Therefore this attitude to think of other planes of existence, which are much more full of light and joy, and much more grand, you, grand, and also give you a greater dimension relating to you, instead of ascending to those planes, we are stuck with the physical all the time. <coughs> so Nala, he realized and therefore he took his seat, being a Leonine character, he started being in the heart, ruling his kingdom. You all know Leo is the a royal sign. Many nations adopt the lion as their national animal, isn't it? India has taken peacock as a national bird. A national animal, Leo, it keeps on working with respiration, attending to outer things when required. Not just getting into the outer things. Because you are a king, 
you can go everywhere and you are treated everywhere very well isn't it so he did not believe in moving out he moved out only when it was essential he did not move out for fancy when there is an obligation you move out when you are not in obligation you do not move and that obligation he is either to it has to fulfill a purpose it has to fulfill a mundane purpose a social purpose a cultural purpose or a spiritual purpose there has to be a purpose just moving without purpose he is like being very very worldly he stopped it he started being in the heart the heart is called the kingdom of nishadha in sanskrit nishadha means well protected nishadha means well protected you are well protected at your heart it is fortified by the ribs around it heart is the most protected organ in the human being it is it is the softest organ that conducts life and it is most protected by the backbone the bones around the spinal column and especially the ribs ayodhya also means that these are all words which tell us that he is fortified himself within himself nala fortified himself within himself by being in the heart so we also gain the fortification in the heart center the more and more you relish being in the heart center the objectivity would not be frequently disturbing you the people at home don't disturb you your group does not disturb you your society does not disturb you the events around you do not disturb you you are in a state of a fairly good state of poise where you relate to your respiration and stay there to relate to the higher dimensions of life that's why his kingdom is called nishadha nishadha is an important location for us heart is the important location for every fiery aspirant who wants to be a disciple heart is this is the area where the respiration generates to be frequently and to be significantly at the heart shall have to be practiced by a disciple so that it gives an indication that the aspirant is sincere to relate to the higher circles it can be helped if you regularly visit the temple within you it is called the sanctum sanctorum it is called the holy of holies it is called the cave of golden hue all those things we can realize later but what is important is be at the heart with respiration show your consistency being there show your constancy being there when you regularly come to the center there are beings from higher circles 
who get interested in you. This man is striving, this woman is striving to relate to higher circles. So let, let us cooperate and help them. Just like when the students are already in the classroom, the teacher comes and gives them the related knowledge and practice. Practices are all given. Only the students do not relate to them, they do not remember them, they do not recollect them, they frequently fall into their personalities and start aggrandizing themselves. Instead of moving vertically, they try to move horizontally, trying to cover as many areas in the physical object world, forgetting that they have taken to a world which is a world within the world and a world within the world. And each world is larger than the other. As I said, you get to Shambhala, you are sixty-four times bigger than what you think you are. Because the planet is also built like that. That the planet is built in sixty-four dimensions. And what we see as the physical plane is only one of the sixty-fourth part of the whole globe. That very dimension makes you... It's a revelation. As you move up, the horizons expand. As you move up, you, the horizons expand each time two times. Two into two into two into two into two, sixty-four times. This is the story coming from the second Manu Priyavrata. So, you have to walk into grander life than limit yourself into a very pigeon hole and looking for everything in that pigeon hole. We are in the pigeon hole of gender, we are in the pigeon hole of our nationality, we are into the pigeon hole of our language, we are into the pigeon hole of our continent, our race, etc., etc., but man is one. Man is one, he is in the, made in the image of God, he descends and descends and descends and descends and make himself a prisoner of what he thinks of himself. So those who have ascended, they have seen better, they have heard better, they have experienced better, they affirmed and they confirmed so many things. So we need to get into the verticals, not remain in horizontals, styling ourselves as disciples, Styling ourselves as aspirants. An aspirant means the one who relates to the fire in him. An aspirant is one who relates to the fire in him. The fire inside gives, gives the dimensions of light. The fire outside gives you the outer sight. From sight to inside you have to move. From sight to inside. So Nala is a fit fiery aspirant who chose his abode to be the heart. He enters into objective life only if it is required, not otherwise. He is not a vagabond. He is not a street dog. He does not go anywhere and everywhere. There has to be a purpose. And he was relating to the respiration. Well, that is the only way to get into your being.
with the mind, the subjective mind, is at the heart. The objective mind leads to into outer. Most of us even don't realize. We realize, but we do not constant, we do not recollect to realize. We think it's all one mind, it's not one mind. The mind has seven layers in it. The upper three layers are subjective mind. The lower three layers are, layers are objective mind. The middle layer has an access to subjective and objective mind. We are unable to move up by one sub-layer of the mind. That's what Master Jalkul says in the book on occult, letters on occult meditations. There is the mind with seven layers. Three layers relate to the objectivity. They are downward petals. Three layers move upward in the mind. They relate to the other side dimension of your own being. So we need to be more with subjective mind, less with objective mind. Objective mind is meant for fulfilling objective activities. If you stay too much, with the objective mind, it leads you into senses. It leads you into your body conditions. It leads you into outer life. And you are completely loaded with it. And you cannot come back into the subjective side of your mind. At the fourth layer, which is the middle layer, there is a lot of psychical stuff. Psychical stuff. Beyond that, you truly get to the spiritual dimensions in the fifth and sixth and seventh layers. So turn subjective whenever it is possible and to turn subjective respiration is the master key. Master key. So keep on being subjective relating to the light in the head. You can stay in respiration and relate to respiration. This is one dimension. Later you can relate to the light in the head. Don't let your awareness into objective mind which leads you into objective life and makes you do things in a routine manner, doing the same things all the time, not only throughout this life and you come back and you keep doing the same things again and again, going through the vicious circle of birth and death. That should not happen for those who decided upon an ascension. The ascension is one thing, Passover is another thing, and then incarnation is yet another thing. Among these three nodal points we keep working. Therefore we have bent upon moving upwards. Most of the knowledge comes to you when you move upwards. And in the outer you can relate to books of those who are truly realized. Many books today come from the psychical faculty of many well-meaning people. There are many literature, there is a lot of literature that is coming out into the world from the psychic plane and you get into a quagmire, into an illusion. Beyond the psychic plane there is the clean plane where you have the soul energy, do not get disillusioned with your little experiences and get deviated, continue to be there. So just be there, be attending to the objectivity, 
relate to respiration demonstrate demonstrate to the higher circles that you mean business meaning that you are serious of moving into higher plane moving into higher plane self is an intention which it has to get more and more fire that's where yoga begins that's where the journey begins before that it's no journey at all all other glamour we have to drop and be there and to the good luck of nala who demonstrated such a resolve a teacher came into his life a teacher came into his life and he gave two techniques to relate to respiration which nala is doing and initiate him into pulsation to relate this swan song of pulsation which is a continuous activity at the heart center is an initiation to get into pulsation respiration has two faculties one is inhaling another is exhaling it's a continuous activity respiration is a continuous activity it is conducted by it is it has enables mind to move out and to move in it enables mind to move out and move in but respiration has its background as pulsation if you get into pulsation you are neither with the objective mind and nor with the subjective mind you are at the junction point which is called horizontals meet verticals that's the point where horizontals meet verticals we shall have to be at that point all the time if there is work in the objectivity relate objectively otherwise relate subjectively this point has to be reached this point has to be reached that you get to respiration and then relate to pulsation the swan song of pulsation the swan song of pulsation is soham i am as i am you mount your personality when you cease to be i am you remember your name your gender your social status and all kinds of other mistaken identities which are only valid for this life next life you are not this name next life you, know, you may not be this gender as a man become can become a woman a woman can become a man you don't carry the same name you don't carry the same same social status you don't carry the same same material wealth you don't carry the same family or group also so you live an ever changing life when you are always with respiration and the mind you go a little more into your being you step into the sanctum sanctuary where you gain the touch of i am as this swan song 
Fan song is so hum, meaning that I am. That I am. I am is given a name. I am given is, is given a form. I am builds its personality according to the knowledge it has. I am develops the personality over 30-40 years. It develops the personality either to mount it or to get imprisoned by it. Why do you develop your personality to mount it and conduct life outside and having mounted it, you can relate to the super-soul which is also posited in you. As you move up towards the head, you meet the omniscient one. As you move down, you get into your personality and into the world. So this step of getting into respiration is initiated by the teacher to Nala. Why? Because he has found the importance of being subjective and he has mounted his personality. He has no more personality ambitions into objective world. Don't deceive, let us not deceive ourselves that we are moving into the light more and more when we are still working to become more and more and more important in the outer world, more and more powerful in the outer world, more and more money-minded in the outer world, more and more and more social contacts, more and more and more relatives, more and more into all kinds of social festivities. It's all... It's a different life. An evolved soul, if you are, you naturally get fed up. Fed up means enough. I don't deny it, but I use my discrimination what to, where to go, what to do in the objective world. That gives you more time to relate to respiration. This, unless you demonstrate it, most of us know to work with pranayama, but we cannot, you know. Pranayama I have introduced to all our groups with much emphasis right from 94 Indian group life with the story of Garuda. So 94 means 6 years plus 20 years, 26 years we are into the 27th year. I don't know how many are working with pranayama which leads you inside. And I have many, I do not know how many are with uh, this pulsation. And I do not know how many are with the subtle pulsation. Only those who gained these steps, those are the ones who can meet in the other side of the being, not all, not all. That's our process, stepping into the holy of holies and then move upwards. Don't bother about the comforts of life, they are never-ending. A house, a more comfortable house, a more comfortable house, more comfortable house, Comforts draw you away, draw a, draw a line, money draw a line, money, fame, fame and recognition in the outer world draw a line, titles draw a line, objective pursuits draw a line, there is a, you have to draw a line to move, otherwise it, you are dissipated into objectivity all the time. While you are with wisdom, you only quote these names and these terminologies 
and try to show up that you are a better being than the other. It's also a personality dimension. <laughs> It's an inner urge, inner itch that you should be known, that I know this, I know that, all this, this. That's the reason where a teacher could come and tell him that he is truly a lion and he sticks to his cave and he is with respiration. He moves out only when there is absolute necessity, not otherwise. Not otherwise. This should happen. So he introduced him to subtle pulsation with the sound soham. <coughs> soham is the sound that is happening inside with inhalation and exhalation. You are, we are not doing it. There is something happening in you without you are doing it. When you are in the objective mind, you feel you are the doer. Half of you is a doer when you are in the, below the diaphragm. Once you are above the diaphragm, you realize that you are not a doer. There is a doer and you can cooperate with him. And you receive, you see many helpers that lead you to that understanding that we too have believed that we have to do. But we realize, but if we stay put, if we stay stable, if we stay in the heart, we receive what to do, when to do, how to do, how much to do. Everything comes from inside. With the help of personality, it gets fulfilled. The will, the knowledge and the activity, they descend from higher circles and you realize them and you conduct them into through your personality into objectivity. That's how for some people things happen without much difficulty. That's a later state. But for us to move up is most important. So get to settle. Getting into the settle, respiration, the fourth step of yoga is the only thing. Do not miss it. If you start regularly practicing it for five years, a lot of difference happens. This is where it has to start. Discipleship starts from there. Reaching the heart and staying there and being there at all times, relating to the head, bro center, Lord Krishna says, staying there, relate to the bro center. This is the way you relate to the verticals in you. Be at the heart, come back from objectivity to subjectivity. This is a horizontal journey towards the point where everything everything turns subject. In this, to reach the heart is the state of Nala. His location is the heart center. So we have to inculcate the habits, the virtues of Leo. It is the fifth house. The birth of the sun happens there. Fifth house indicates the birth of the sun. Sun means son of God. It's, it's only just the beginning. The baby is born. Then you move up. Then you move up. So for that, he gave, two, the teacher gave, since you are anyway staying stable at heart, relate to the third pulsation which is Udana. Udana pulsation is what you contact when you reach this 
థర్డ్ పొజిషన్ సమాన ప్రాణ అపన వెన్ దే ఆర్ ఈక్వలైజ్ ఇన్ యువర్ హార్ట్ యూ హ్యావ్ ది పాయిస్ యూ హ్యావ్ ది రెస్పైట్ యూ కెన్ ఫీల్ ది రెసనెన్స్ ఆఫ్ పల్సేషన్ వెన్ యువర్ అవేర్నెస్ ఈజ్ మోర్ విత్ ది రెసనెన్స్ ఆఫ్ పల్సేషన్ యు ఆర్ నాట్ సో మచ్ విత్ రెస్పిరేషన్ రెస్పిరేషన్ గెట్స్ ఇన్ టు బ్యాక్గ్రౌండ్ ఇట్ కీప్స్ హ్యాపనింగ్ ఇట్ గెట్స్ ఇన్ టు ఇన్ ఆటో మోడ్ మైల్ రెస్పిరేషన్ గెట్స్ ఇన్ టు ఆటో మోడ్ యు ఆర్ మోర్ ఎంగేజ్ విత్ పల్సేషన్ when you are with pulsation it leads you to subtle pulsation when you get into subtle pulsation you meet the vertigos it has to be done it can be taught any number of times it can be recollected any number of times it can be reminded any number of times but unless you do it it does not help find time for subjective activity as much as you find time for objective activity at least half and a half that's why evening hours when you have fulfilled your obligations in the outer world instead of getting into entertainments get into these practices the golden hours of morning are available for only those who can wake up early before the world wakes up and gives you cell calls telephone calls and other calls you have time to do these practices after the world sleeps you have time again to relate so you have to plan your day in a manner that you find time to get in consciously up to the heart thereafter things are different this is one dimension by which the inhalation and the exhalation they find their equanimity in the third pulsation which is called samana when you are regularly at samana then you get another revelation that there is an upward movement to this swan we know swan is always at the lake of pure waters pure waters are nothing but the pure consciousness which is not affected by malice in that consciousness this swan from time to time it flies flying faculty is there for this swan this swan in you it leads you upward it is called utana utana it's given by master jwalkun in the book on white magic let it go lead you through the vertigas up to bro center as you reach up to that all knowledge is gradually revealed to you all knowledge of colors of sounds of patterns of time cycle so many things all the knowledge you aspire for is revealed to you from inside as you move up from layer to layer covering every sub layer of every plane as you move up into your own being things are revealed so that journey is what we are all interested because we are inspired by the teachings of the hierarchy the hierarchy hierarchical teachings want you to move into higher circles when masarike wrote gave his teachings in writing the first thing he said was 
These are for those whom I follow. These are for those who follow. These are from those whom I follow to those who follow me. These are from those whom I follow to those who follow me. So if you wish to follow, you move into from the physical to subtle, subtle to causal. It's an easier way of saying in three steps. The other way to say is the seven planes. And in the mother system they say nine planes. It all depends. The, the more detail you gain, the more detail you speak. But the fundamental is, it is time we are in a transition period. We are in a transition period and the doors are open to move up into higher circles. If you are sincerely trying to live in greater measure in your heart, relating to your respiration, and if possible, with the pulsation, we are doing good. And being there, you can relate to the light in the head. Being there, you relate to the light in the head. How to do these two things, I will cover in my next class. These are, these are the two fundamental practices that all scriptures speak of. The path of light, that is illumination and comprehension. And the path of life, because at the Ajna, these two streams of light and life, they take to two different routes. Once you get to Ajna, you realize that's our path. We may gather a lot of information about wisdom, do not satisfy with it. Until you realize that I am, one should not feel satisfied with oneself. Working with that is meaningful if we really wish to work with the wisdom of the Masters. I know that all over the globe there are so many sincere seekers who are in it and who get deviated from it. There are always exit routes to an autobahn. If you are an autopisto, there are always exit routes. People get into exit routes and then incur obligatory karma. They cannot come back to their rhythmic practices and again they start again all over again and again and again. Once you are on the autopista, keep moving. Autobahn, keep moving. Expressway, keep moving. Don't be attracted by the exit routes. Just be on the road and move on. And this is a, a major reminder that has come to Nala, the king. the king. The details of the two practices I will narrate in the next place exclusively. Because how to relate to the light in the head is one thing. How to relate to respiration is another thing. The two things will be given in the next class. And thereafter we proceed with the story. So when we say that the story began, where did it begin? Where did it begin? The story begins only when you have made your heart as your habitat. The subjective mind is the veranda through which you get into the cave of heart. Objective mind is just being on the street. <laughs> from, the, 
from the street you cannot straight away get into objective mind puts you into the streets subjective mind leads you into the front portico getting into the heart is getting into the temple that's why every temple has a place a a place to receive and thereafter there is a main door through which you get into hell into the hall of learning so learning has not started really speaking except gathering with the objective mind lot of information from lot of books which do not do good to you unless the transformations happen in you be serious with the inner transformations which are visible when you are in action how much a man is transformed is known by his speech and by his activity and a master of wisdom for him it's enough to see an aspirant once in a year once in a year if he sees he can see if there is some light in the head or the, the head is just not <laughs> switched on so therefore my job is only to remind it is part of my work but i am with it whatever i do only i speak to you i don't speak things because knowledge is twofold one is operative another is speculative speculative is to think of serious to think of great bear to think of so many other things which do not really mean anything to us for now we will move there slowly it's it's good to inform ourselves with it but operative knowledge shall have to be operated upon without which all this looks to be a fiction and people out of disgust they say this is all fiction i don't want to be in it because they don't move out of their physical plane existence so let us make a move towards subtle planes by relating to respiration i'll continue in the next class because the time is up for this class please remember we are all nalas and our abode is nishadha meaning we are not so much interested anymore in the objectivity since we have failed to fulfill our obligations if we are not we have fulfilled them but we are also interested in the subjective side of our being where we relate to respiration and wait there to receive the further step and we have all received it we have all received it we have to work with them i am very happy that today i am slower in delivering my speech than last week i received messages from many members master slow down for translation i hope i have done it today consciously and also made the subject more intelligible through translation please relate to pulsation next friday we walk into passover please remember that also we need to know right timings to move if we move too early we get disappointed we move late we disappointed we have to move at the appropriate time timing is an important dimension thank you one and all namaskar